This podcast is produced by EnergeticCity.ca, your only local and independent news in Northeast BC. To support local news and this podcast, go to EnergeticCity.ca slash join to find out more. Welcome to the podcast Secrets of the North, a podcast about true crime in Northern BC. I'm your host, Emily Gallen. And I'm the co-host, Spencer Hall, and this is not an episode. It's been a hot minute since we had one of these, but uh, it is still a podcast and it will absolutely contain mature content, so listener discretion is advised. Spencer. Hi, Emily. How are you? How are I, you? We're both in a very silly mood, and it's making for very interesting. We, we have oh. a very interesting energy within the studio right now. Yeah, it's, it's kind of chef's kiss, like I said. I've only destroyed... Mike twice. Yeah, we're um, gonna. There's a fun clip that we're gonna post on our Instagram about Emily just yeah. completely destroying the studio and everything that everyone loves inside of it. I don't know my own strength. It was my strong arm. Yeah, you're, apparently so was that mic arm, but apparently it wasn't strong Not enough. Not strong enough. Um, yeah, it's been a hot minute. I just got back from Vancouver. Okay. Um, I went to a journalism conference. Oh, I this is shows you didn't how know much why I, know. I went there. I, yeah, I had no idea. I thought you were on vacation. I mean, te- I technically was, but I was like, "Hey, I'm going to take vacation, but I'm going to go to this work thing." All right. Um, it was hey, fun. I got to see some of my old school friends. Uh, okay. We went to a Greek restaurant, and uh, it was nice. And then um, I got to stay with my best friend and her family. And her f- mom made me a little Tardis toque. Oh, that's your little beanie. Yeah, and it's got, it looks, I didn't quite get what it was at first, but look, they're little Tardises from Doctor Jeez. Who. Isn't that cool? Oh, I w- yeah. Anyway. You know what? The listeners, some of them probably don't even know what a toque is. Oh, yeah. yeah. I found out, I, I was talking to an American, I was talking to an American once, oh, uh, and I said- Weird flex. Yeah, right? So I said toque, and they're like, you mean a toboggan? And I was like, excuse me? And they're like, yeah, like the thing that goes on your head. I'm like, I don't know what you've heard about Canada, but toboggans most certainly don't go on your head unless like it's some kind of freak accident. Uh, and they were like, yeah, it's it's what it's called. But then I remembered that they hate the French there. So that's why Toque is oh. not. I mean, that's my hypothesis. Please tell me if I'm wrong. Oh. Um, also, I would like to say that maybe they don't hate the French, but they certainly don't speak it as much. No, neither do I. Also, uh, <laughs> on a somewhat related note, I'm teaching myself French. Um, what did did you just try and find a way to work French into this? No, actually, I didn't. So but it was <laughs> but it was a natural progression. Thank you very much. Um, okay. I'm trying to bolster because I didn't actually take French in high school. They were like, "Hey, you seem like you're struggling. So would you like a resource oh. block to do your homework?" And I was like, "Yes." And then I didn't do my homework. <laughs> I watched Doctor Who because <laughs> um, I am a one dimensional character. Um, but no, anyway. So I started learning it, and I uh, I'm doing the Duolingo thing. But that Duo bird is like manipulative as fuck, dude. Mm, well well it's using like the environment to increase your motivation or like give you prompts right yeah it's like oh hey you didn't log your 15 minutes today yeah well you're a failure if you don't do it and then they sends me a picture of the little bird crying and they're like Ooh. we miss you and i'm like that's messed up mm. so, i mean if it was a baby raccoon i'd be more into it to i'm uh, i'm gonna have to go to uh, couples counseling with the duo bird Okay. It's not working out. Yeah, okay. Um, anyway, no, it's it's been going pretty well. Uh, and then Nick has been trying to communicate with me in French, but I'm not there yet. Okay. So he's like, comment ça va? And I'm like, que ça? Et toi? And that's about it. Yeah, it's like, mon et toi. I can also laugh in French. No, I'm just kidding. That's yeah, not, yeah, that's yeah. Not, um, I had actually had um, a French uncle. Uh, so he was... Uh, just one, like a singular? He was like a step-uncle. 
Um, but oh, so it was like okay. my stepmother's sister's husband, but okay. he was coughing once and then he was like, <laughs> <laughs> and then my dad was like, he even coughs in French. I love that. Um, anyway, that's uh that's French corner. Well, well, French corner is going to bring me right over to Ireland corner. Cause Spencer, I'm supposed to be going to Ireland next month. I mean, you're supposed to, I'm supposed to, we'll, um, see if that happens. we'll, we'll see if I am currently waiting for the federal government to end their strike so that they can go back to finishing my daughter's passport which oh so it's not been... even your passport no, it's no. your daughter's but i'll just leave the kid behind well i would if i could i'm just kidding don't do that this has been a saga going on since last june getting this passport and it got oh, denied yeah. because i put the wrong visa number on the application huh it's been a drama anyways you know what boring i'm bored of that okay I'm bored. Let me tell you some cool that's, stuff. That's a really cutting thing that you can say to them over the phone. You know what? I'm bored of this. I'm just, I'm bored of it. I'm over it. I know you're recording this and I'm bored of it. Yeah. Um. Okay. Enough of that because that's not as interesting as the two people that reached out to me uh, in the last couple of weeks about the Amelie MacArthur case. Oh. Yeah. Um. One person actually went to school with her kids and the other one was a kid when it happened and she's like, yeah, I remember this happening. I remember it being like all like the word on the street, the one Taylor's Taylor PC's one street. Um, <laughs> right. So I like that's pretty cool. Um, And why don't you tell the listeners about how we solved a banjo crime? We solved a banjo crime. We did. I mean, Emily is currently figuring out what a banjo is because I think last time you asked me if it was like a ukulele and Greg, our producer, <laughs> laughed so hard that he called me from I, his office. And right in front of you now, I just, I think, mimed a flute. I'm pretty sure that yeah, I was like, that's, that's a either flute. a violin or a flute. Yeah, like, I, that's definitely, it, whatever it is, it's not the right. Oh, no, a banjo, because that would be like this. Yeah. And that no one can see me doing this. Yeah. Anyway, so we solved a banjo crime. We actually got an email saying, amazing. And I never get emails with that subject. Oh. So I was excited. Um, but Click no. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I was like, whatever this is, I'm, I'm here for it. But no, we, uh, I, I read out the release in our uh, previous crime corner and I thought that it would have been solved because it was from June and it was not June anymore. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't. And they actually never reported it missing because they were like, it's a banjo. <laughs> I in a think, snowboard bag, right? Yeah, it and it was a, banjo, a snowboard, snowboard bag. So bag and a bike. Allegedly, they were going to go pick it up. I don't know if we've heard if they have. And if they, if you did, if you're listening to this, please send us a picture of this banjo. Yes. I will not be able to sleep until I see this banjo. So the, It comes to me in the dreaming hours. Well, what was the email about? Tell them that. Here's the email that we received. Hey, Energetic City, I just wanted to send you a thank you. Tonight, I started diving into the podcast offered on your website. Well, first off, thank you so much. Um, I came across one entitled Amelie MacArthur, and although I had never heard the name before, I clicked on the podcast to listen uh, to listen and learn what it was about. Imagine my surprise when Spencer and Emily started speaking about a criminal arrested in town in possession of a banjo, a snowboard bag, and a bike. These items were stolen from my son's camper parked in our fenced yard in the industrial area some time ago. It wasn't reported, dot, 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 because, dot, 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 banjo, <laughs> ha, ha, ha. But he will be able to describe it and happily give a statement to the RCMP when he claims his belongings. I just Ooh. sent him a text message to listen to the podcast. Thank you. Um, so he has the full story on what happened to his banjo and his snowboard bag. Uh, great work, Energetic City. If I hadn't heard this podcast tonight, we would have never solved the mystery of the stolen banjo. Or... Maybe the crime is reuniting a man with his banjo. I don't think that's a crime. Nah. That's a misdemeanor at most. Yeah. We'll be fine. Oh, you know what? 
it honestly it made my entire weekend us, when I found yes. out about it. I lit, I kept talking to Nick about it. I was like, we found the dude's banjo, and he's like, I get it. Okay, good for you. <laughs> uh, my husband said, Emily, you didn't solve a crime. Like they already solved the crime. I was like, you shut your mouth, face hole. I sir. think I think the true crime was that he was without his banjo for this long. Yeah, true. I can get on with that. Yeah. Why don't we hear word from our sponsors, Spencer? On that note. Okay. Okay. Learn more about the major stories happening in Fort St. John and beyond with Moose Talks. Host Dub Craig sits down with experts and leaders in our region to provide updates on major projects that impact Northeast BC. Listen live every Friday at 10 a.m. on 100.1 Moose FM or catch up wherever you get your podcasts. Go to energeticcity.ca slash moose talks for more information. Check out all of our podcasts. Go to energeticcity.ca slash podcasts. Okay, we're back, Spencer. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a hot minute. Wow. Um... Let's talk about fraud, baby. Let's talk about you and me. <laughs> Let's talk about all the good things. <laughs> okay, first all off. all the bad things like mm, fraud. Yeah, so this is our non-episode uh, time, and... We're going to talk about fraud, an, a nod to fraud, if you will. I, I You will. I, I, um, I want to like say it. verbally, but uh, I laughed out loud when I read the, the title yep. of this episode. He LOL'd it. I, 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 I lulled IRL. Yes. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> For all of our Gen Z listeners. And so I just want to know, first off, have you ever committed a fraud, Spencer, or been bamboozled by one? Um. I've never committed fraud. Um, I was, I reached out to somebody for, about a job once and it was absolutely a pyramid scheme. Mm. Uh, and then all I remember was that it was around the time that the Superman versus Batman movie came out. Uh, oh, yeah. And then they were like, did you see that movie? It was awesome, bro. And I was like, this is not an actual job. <laughs> like, I'm like, I, first off, I've never by a prospective employer or uh, yeah, a potential employer been called bro and then talked about movies that were happening well you yeah so you got out of it then yeah thank god i actually ended up calling my ex's dad and being like is this a scam and he's like absolutely it is i was like okay thank you you know like because i was young i didn't know yeah yeah i had an ex that got bamboozled by one of those phone scams with those vacations no so like they're going on a cruise and you just gotta give them like your credit card your sin number your first just some cash information yeah yeah you're going on a beautiful vacation i think or he's, is he just calling them? Not you. You're not going anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> not with your kid anyway. No. Um, I should mention at the top that scams, because we're going to talk about like fraud scams. Um, scams always include money, but technically fraud doesn't have to include money. Okay. Those well, are some technical definitions. Semi-crime corner. There <laughs> yes. is a uh, scam alert that went out last week in i think it was dawson creek but it's at like the peace region at large where it's people yeah. that are saying that they're going to pave your driveway and then they mm. like they look like they're about to do it but then they never do so essentially it, it's like they'll say the name of like an actual company but that company doesn't actually operate okay. i think it was like eco line paving so if someone comes up to you and says that they're from eco line paving and you live in british columbia no they don't don't give them any money good that's my crime corner God bless you, Spencer. Well, according to Certified Fraud Association, my seventh favorite website. <laughs> Spencer Hall, CFA. Yeah. 
fraud is any (laughs) (laughs) i did quotations i really oh that doesn't translate start over yeah fraud Fraud. (laughs) yeah that's how you you can tell by her voice that there's air quotes fraud (laughs) so fraud is any activity that relies on deception in order to achieve a gain fraud becomes a crime when it is an and I quote, knowing misrepresentation of the truth or concealment of a material fact to induce another to act to his or her determined. Could you say that if somebody misrepresented themselves on Tinder and then you went on a date, that that would be considered fraud? Well, do, is it for, a well, if it's for a game. If you're the Tinder swindler, absolutely. Yes, which is a wild a documentary swindler. on Netflix that you should absolutely check out. Yes. And in other words, it's if you lie in order to deprive a person or organization of their money or property, you are committing fraud. Interesting. Naughty. So two, <laughs> so two researchers named Duffield and Grabowski stated that, like other crime, fraud can be best explained by three factors. A supply of motivated offenders, the availability of suitable targets, and the absence of capable guardians. So like timeshares. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Those. Oh my gosh. I always just think about. I think it was uh, a bad. Simpsons episode where I think it was actually a cult that they were doing, and they were like, "You're free to leave at any time." And then this guy stands up, and then they put a spotlight on him, and they're like, um, "You're free to leave at any time, but could you tell us why?" And then he just sits back down. What? <laughs> so when they're talking about a supply of motivated offenders, it's no surprise here. The motivation could be financial gain. What? <laughs> yes. Some fraudsters even see it as a victimless crime, where they are screwing the man, not the people. I like the term fraudsters just because it sounds so... It sounds like Napster, which I I think that that the reason why Napster was so popular was because it had a cool name. That's not fact. Please don't stop fact-checking me. I'm not a journalist in in this. Well, some fraudsters do it for the thrill. And Duffield and Grabowski said that... In manipulating and making fools of their victims, some fraud perpetrators seem to take a contemptuous delight in the act itself rather than simply the outcome. And this is what makes me think of those romance schemers and the ones that prey on isolated women. Like you were just talking about the Tinder swindler. Yeah. Yeah. That one, again, wild. Because um, I feel like at the beginning, dating sites had the right idea, but now it's like all algorithm and weird. Um, this is coming from somebody who fully met their partner on a dating app. Uh, Hinge, it's great. Um, but we talked about Futurama. That was our first date. Um, but um, yeah, the romance schemers and again, just fraud, man. Fraud is not a victimless crime. No. I'm just going to say that right now. I know I say a lot of controversial stuff, but um, it's not a victimless crime. Like everyone's just trying to get by at this point, especially mm-hmm. with like inflation and mm-hmm. all this other stuff. So like, especially right now, if you're committing fraud, stop that. Yeah. And just on, not on the common Joe, man. Yeah. yeah. Don't go after us. You know what? If you want to fraud Elon Musk, I mean, let's be honest, the owner of Twitter already did that. Uh, and then he destroyed the platform. But, um, yeah, it just, yeah, it's like comedy. You don't want to punch down, you punch up, uh, don't f- commit fraud. So this what has does, been a PSA. So what does that fraud look like in Canada, you ask, Spencer? I definitely did, Emily. The RCMP in 2022 received fraud and cybercrime reports totaling a staggering $530 million in victim losses, nearly a 40% increase from the unprecedented $380 million in losses in 2021. 
Can I start a petition that no one uses the word unprecedented yeah. ever again? I want to be surprised, but I'm not because like no. everyone was everyone was working from home. You got uh, a lot of time on those computers. You got yeah. a lot of time to make some cold calls. Also, I feel like it was probably easier to dupe people prince. at that time because every like their their sense of normalcy was already kind of messed up. Anyway, uh, yeah, that increase is shocking, but I can I can imagine it's probably due to the fact that we were all stuck behind a computer for the last three years. Mm-hmm. And when I was doing some research for this episode. This uh, non-episode, I should say. Um, I got to dive into what different types of frauds are currently happening. So let me regale you. Ooh, tell me. Okay. Spoofing. (laughs) I'm not even kidding. Spoofing. Spoofing is when someone tries to pretend to be someone you know or a legitimate company. So, and I quote, fraudsters can change the caller ID that is displayed on your phone, the sender address in an email, and often make... You know, legitimate websites, et cetera. That actually happened to somebody at our office. Uh, mm-hmm. And it was it was like I was getting emails from who I thought was my boss. Yes. But I was like looking at how, because my boss has a very certain way of communicating over email. And I was like, this doesn't sound like, like this person. So I, I sent them a message on Slack. And I was like, hey, did you send this email? And he was like, no. Oh. I was like, oh, thank God. Because <laughs> like, he was like. You're like, oh, I'm sorry. I clicked on it. Well, no. He <laughs> was like, they were asking me to sign over a check to him and then i was like okay first off he has more money than me so no uh and, and like be all of my money comes from this man so yeah. like it, it's weird it would be like stealing from peter to pay paul um but at the same time i was just like i don't think he would ever ask me to do that and i'm like i just wanted to check real quick where i was like are you are you doing because i will but like i absolutely love it when people do this uh, like through your instagram and facebook and then send you messages as so-and-so's like they hack into their account so you think you're talking to your friend's mom and i love it when they do that to me and they you know good intentions right oh no bad intentions yeah it's just certainly bad. Saying, no one cut, no, cut, cut that no one has no keep that in dumb. no one has ever started like i've never i mean if i were to hack into your well actually if i were to hack into your instagram i would probably have good intentions but i feel like anytime someone's like i'm gonna pretend to be this person it's never good haven't you watched that show catfish i think i meant to say good try because i will just keep them going forever you strike me as the type of person where if a telemarketer calls it. you and you just keep talking to them yeah i but just i just keep saying weird stuff until they hang up on me i actually They're like he's not worth the trouble i uh, i went on a um, website called boardpanda.com oh great great I, website i don't yeah. know how news uh you know how accurate it is That's but it good. is a great way to waste time i read through some truly amazing experiences and one of which a uh, spoofer tried to pretend to be someone's grandmother who had actually just died uh, like, how bad is that? That would be very upsetting. That's so bad. I would, my heart, and that's so sad. And um, the receiver of that ended their message communication with that fraudster as, and I quote, I hope you die in a barn fire, which is very specific. Special. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know if I'd have anything nicer to say uh, if you were pretending to be my recently deceased grandmother trying no. to get money out of me. Like, Rude. hell out of here. The anti-fraud collaboration says that if this happens to you, you should hang up. Wow. Mm-hmm. Big revelation there. And to be sure to look closely at those emails you're receiving. Sometimes they try and just change one letter in a company's name and really make it look legit. There's also, um, that has happened. Um, another thing that you should be careful for with spoofing is that people will do that with news sites. So there's the fake news, which we've all mm-hmm. heard ad nauseum, but there is, it's legitimately, there is legit fake news. There have been things where I've noticed where if you click like an ad that's on like a reputable news site yep. and then you go over and then you'll click what is clearly like clickbait. 
you click it and then they're like pretending to be CBC News. And I'm like, that's not a correct website. Um, So that is also a thing that is currently happening. So be very caught. You know what? Now is a time where you you kind of take stock of how you receive information. And if something doesn't sound like if something is like, oh, my God, let's go back to snail mail. Right. But also, no, because then we have those fucking chain emails. I hated oh. those. Where they're like, forward this to 12 of your friends or your grandmother's going to die. And then me with OCD, I'm like, oh, my God, I have to forward this to 12 friends. But remember when it was actually in the mail and you would photocopy it? You do like those like. No. That was that was before my time. I'm okay. sorry. Okay. Cool. Um, I'm not old. Somebody at the conference was talking about something that they did in 1996. And I'm mm. like, that's nice. I didn't do much in 1996 because that was a year before I was born. But uh, I didn't say that, though, because that is always met with disdain. No one's ever like, oh, you're so young. They're like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, OK. Uh, nobody at the conference said that to me. So that's uh, just, so you know. Um, but um, yeah. Um, so anyway, a lot of the time and this leads into your next point where uh, a lot of time fake news uh, and scams will c- try to m- manipulate you emotionally, mm, oh, uh, which is messed up. Uh, so oftentimes if you see like a uh, Trudeau did this to war veterans, he, like make sure, check check to see if anyone else is reporting on that. Chances are it's not a scoop. Uh, and check on it in the next few days as well. Yeah. Uh, if Before you, I mean, it's difficult, especially because we are uh, so quick to react nowadays. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure you check that because... Chances are, if it's just the one person talking about it, it's probably not true. Other fraudsters, like you just said, use emotional manipulation. That's where they play on your emotions to trick you into, you know, sending them some cold hard cash or doing their bidding. So think the Nigerian prince, those romance scams. You know, these are pretty ruthless because you have to be okay with doing that to someone, right? Like that's such a predator move. And I wonder if there's Being cognitive dissonance, though, especially if it's a cyber scam where you're just kind of sent, like, it's just an yeah, email address. Distance. Oh, okay. But not, you know, not to excuse them or say that but it's not right, but. There are those cases when they are actually dating and then they get them to sign okay, for that's a condo, up. sign for a new car, marry them, right? Never do that, by the way. If anyone oh. ever said, like, if Nick asked me to sign for a condo, I'd be like, no. Oh. Like, and I, I care for him very deeply, <laughs> but I, no. No. We're not, also, I'm not a condo person. I mean, I currently live in a townhouse, which is like still too much. Like I'm, I was raised on a farm, right? So I don't want my neighbors like within 12 feet of me. Um, But that's just not in this economy. It's not Mm -hmm. possible. So anyway, that was a weird tangent, but they'll use emotional manipulation. And, and, you know, again, not to be a a scam apologist, but Mm -hmm. I think that when you're, when it's those Nigerian prince ones, there's probably some cognitive dissonance. Also, maybe you really need the money. Like think about everything that people do in desperation. Yeah. Um, again, not to not to make excuses, but I I kind of see it. So that's why you know the AFC says that you have to not allow yourself to be a people pleaser. Um, oh God, yeah, that's so that. hard. I know, I know. And you know, asking people's advice before you're giving someone money, not you know, not to just be like, oh, you're so-and-so's dad and needs their cars stuck in Wimbledon and they need Wimbledon? cash to they're, get they're stuck at a tennis tournament yeah I don't know why I said <laughs> I that I feel like there would be there would be I news coverage about why. that someone got their VW van stuck in the middle <laughs> it really threw off uh, Serena Williams uh, I mean I guess this I don't is, know if she ever played Wimbledon but you just you just put it out there this is sounding a little bit victim blaming because it's like being isolated it's a green flag for those scammers because they also getting on prey on single moms if anyone is like it's oftentimes it'll be like a high pressure like you have to make a decision right now yeah before you do that 
I would call my good friend Emily and be like, hey, Emily, this person wants 20 grand, which I don't have. Mm-hmm. Um, and they say I have to like get it to them right away. You would be like, Spencer, come on. And then I'd be like, or would I? I, I, I am the person asking you, for twenty thousand. You are the Nigerian prince. <laughs> uh, uh, well, I don't know. Anyway, well, that leads literally right into the, the the next one. Threats, another biggie. You know, you see this when the fraudsters are telling you the exact same thing. Like, I took all the photos off your phone, and I'm going to send them around your office unless you give me four hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Or they do threaten with physical violence as well. Yeah. Or yeah. Or they'll they'll have a have some compromising photos of you. Mm-hmm. The AFC says that they may also scare you to remain silent about the transaction to further isolate you, and that threats are often used alongside urgency and emotional manipulation, and used in cases of extortion. So pretty much everything we just described. Yes. They have pictures of you or someone you care about. Yeah. Uh, you need to make this right now, otherwise I'll send this freaking hot selfie of you to your mm-hmm. close co-workers they make it sound very simple when the afc says if this is happening to you you should hang up hang up if you're being threatened ask for money or personal information or if you're just unsure about the credibility of the call and notify the police if you get threatened i would call the police granted i I would i would would narc for sure i would narc for sure but i also mess up their scam i don't know where they're at like i just don't because i remember one time uh my car got broken into and then we had left uh I think my ex's purse in there or something. Okay. And the window was broken, like on the back seat, mm. so it wouldn't stay up. So we actually had duct tape on it. It was a pretty gnarly car, but it sounds she, hot. It no, oh, it was great. Uh, I mean, it wasn't like her her current purse. It was like an old purse, but it had like a Sephora gift card, like in the side or whatever that she had forgotten to take out. But they were like, "You left something of value in a car whose window doesn't roll up," and I'm like, "Yes, I'm 20." <laughs> like you know, so I, I just don't want to be like they got my nudes, and they're like, "Well, don't have nudes." Well, that's very yeah, easy thanks. to do now. I'm not saying that the RCMP would do that, but I'm, I have heard that they've done that previously. I can't tell you which detachment, but whatever. Pop-ups are another one, Spencer. And I freaking hate those. I see so... them all the freaking, they're the bane of my existence. Yeah, I said that literally I wrote, they're the most annoying frauds on a day-to-day basis for me. I'm glad that we have this solidarity together. Yes. You yeah. know what? We can take a stand against pop-ups, Emily. I, I think we should use our platform. I, that's all that I we will use it for now. All right, great. Okay. Screw pop-ups. These ads are, you know, literally they pop up on your computer and tell you that you've won a trip for two to Vegas if you enter all your personal information and give them your firstborn child, basically. I don't have one, so they can Perfect. have it. To avoid this, you can install antivirus protection and pop-up blockers. Mm-hmm. Or just don't click it. Or don't click it. They even suggest... Not using public Wi-Fi or unsecure networks. Okay, well, that's just not going to happen. I'm using public Wi-Fi. If there's Wi-Fi, I'm using it. Yeah, uh-huh. Never call a phone number provided in a pop-up. Okay, well, don't do that. That's that's a terrible <laughs> idea. You don't want to call them and be like, did I actually win that trip hey. for two? Just checking on this. Just wanted to check in before I enter in my deets. Uh, <laughs> do, can, I bring, can I bring a friend? And they said to clear your cache and block cookies, which, I mean makes me hungry that, um, um that's but, pretty off brand for me i never block cookies i don't know what i do i don't know what those things i, I don't oh know no i meant legit about. cookies i do so oh, cookies I want cookies now okay well cookies are like kind of like if i remember correctly and somebody who is more computer inclined than me please let me know but it, cookies are essentially like it kind of shows people where you've been oh so it's like it's a like a crumb, crumb. Uh, oh 
<laughs> I'm 36 years old, just learning about this now. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, better late than never. Okay. Um, but yeah, also worth bringing up. If you have a Windows PC, you have Windows Defender built in, and don't really need fancy antivirus. Okay. Please so don't that sue me if you get itself. a virus. Not really, because um, like, it has better antivirus. But like Windows Defender will will mostly depending on what you're doing. Fun fact: uh, the places that have the most viruses are Christian websites. Oh. You'd think it'd be porn, but it's not. Usually, you'd think one would think, but no. No. Blessed be the porn. Um, fraudsters also use special links that you might harmlessly click on, and then that's actually going to download malicious like hardware onto your, not hardware software software see <laughs> malware I'm, i don't i don't know those okay, it's words. it's malware it's okay i put malicious where how about onto i mean your computer? that's essentially just get rid of issues and it's malware yeah okay i mean i don't like it they don't, I don't no, think they should nice. do that or when they try and sell you <laughs> virus has protection. In the script that is so mean and annoying <laughs> And then what else do I have? In all caps, don't click on links, people. Don't open your computer. <laughs> don't open your computer. Don't, don't even use the computer, no actually, one. if you want to avoid getting scammed. It's like, what is that in the Mean Girls where it's just like, don't have sex, kids. You will get an STI yeah. and die. Yeah, exactly. There's so many more ways that these weasels try and fraud the public. I can't get into all of them. Um, but regardless, if or you are... we will are, never leave. <laughs> yeah. But regardless, if you are being defrauded, you should seek help with it immediately. Yes. Um, the, I love how many... Sorry, throughout the script, Emily has had different... <laughs> acronyms. Different acronyms for this one place. I knew place. Fucking say that. The CAFC. The Canadian Anti-Fraud collaboration there you go okay they say it's very important to report those crimes because of the following information could link a number of crimes together in canada and abroad information could progress or complete an investigation reports show crime trends and allows for crime forecasting it also helps law enforcement private and public sector academia etc to learn about the crimes and to help with prevention and awareness efforts just like everything uh we need to talk about it to learn more about it mm -hmm. um but also i do love the, the term crime forecasting mm -hmm. fort st john is no stranger to fraud either spencer what mm -hmm. you weren't living here at the time but in 2012 a local woman was charged and convicted on fraud charges over three years this woman took one hundred and three thousand seven hundred and thirty nine dollars and thirty four cents jesus yeah from a local slow pitch organization uh, while she was the treasurer that's so much money but also i love how it's an, uh, like it's like and 34 cents <laughs> like just round that up take take the 34 why the 34 cents? anyway whatever according to energeticcity.ca my fourth favorite website she was also charged with a second count of fraud that totaled $52,902.98 to Hub International Barton Insurance, whom she stole from during a six-month period in 2009. Wait, how do you steal from insurance? Do you just claim some stuff? Isn't insurance fraud? Oh, yeah, duh. <laughs> Her lawyer, according to Alaska Highway News, said... And I quote, she has been cooperative with police since her initial confession and has even provided them with the necessary financial records when she could have chosen to burn or lose those records. So it appears that she was the one that came forward. I mean, can you imagine? Like, I remember being a kid and doing something bad and you know you have to own up to it. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's because I have a conscience and she did too. <laughs> so um, Eventually. I mean, she was stealing yeah, from somebody for true. like three years. She ended up being sentenced to two years and to pay restitution. Well, that's all I got for you today, Spencer. Okay. Well, thank okay. you for sharing. You're welcome. Um, 
Thank you for listening. Yeah, no worries. All right. Well, this has been a non-episode. Thank you so much for regaling me about fraud. I know more about fraud now. Um, and um, if you or someone you know has been a victim of fraud, report it to the RCMP. It Do helps. It. Uh, they may not be able to help you get your money back, which is kind of, you know, I guess kind of the hope, but at least they'll know uh, about it and maybe they'll be able to kind of piece something together. And uh, look to your social media platforms if you want to follow some of our content. If you want to follow us on Instagram, we are Secrets of the North underscore podcast. If you want to follow me on Instagram, I'm hall.spence. Uh, Emily, where can I find you? You can find me at e to the underscore G E E. All right. Mm -hmm. And that is the end of this episode. Uh, Thank you so much for listening, and uh, we'll we'll chat another time. Okay. Okay. See you tomorrow, Spencer. Yeah, see you tomorrow. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to this EnergeticCity.ca podcast. EnergeticCity.ca is your only local and independent news in Northeast BC. To help keep us independent and to support this podcast, go to EnergeticCity.ca slash join.